Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome once again to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast with more celebrities than the inauguration. I know you're waiting for my transporter, but my transporter's a little slow tonight. I don't know. I think my uh, doorman, um, my doorman, I think he just needs a vacation. So that transporter, we can expect that to um, come through any time now. So, but anyway, until then, first of all, I want to say welcome. Um, Thank you. You know, this is if you've been here before, you know I'm Madam Perry, but you can call me Jennifer Perry or Jen or J Mod or Musicians Use AP. Um, I am your hostess, your cruise director, and spiritual advisor, and sometime groove mistress on here. And I just want to thank you so much. Uh, and if you're new here, I just want you to know Madam Perry Salon. Well, it began it began as a blog, but it's the uh, He's already supposed to be here to be my doorman. But anyway, um, it began as a blog, and the idea was uh, to be a cyber version, a cyber world version of cultural and literary music salons of centuries past. They were popular in Europe and England, I believe in Asia, where maybe there would be a patroness of the arts who would have different musicians and authors and artists come to her home often, and they would... um, you know, share their works in progress, what they were going on, talk to each other, share ideas. And, yeah, that's how it started. And so I wanted to have one, but by this way, having it in thanks to the wonders of uh, of the Internet, I can do it here in space. And one of my first guests went back afterwards and people, I've been to Madame Perry's salon. It looks just like the inside of Jeannie's bottle. <laughs> and that's what it is. And uh, and the first time, you know, Chasm Sultan, one of our favorite musicians here, Chasm Sultan, bass player for Todd Rundgren and Joan Jett and Meatloaf, he said, he comes in and says, oh, it does have a nice Moroccan decor inside. So, yes, we're inside the virtual Jeannie bottle. And I am just, and I'm also happy, want to thank everyone who's been listening, subscribing on whatever platform you use here at Blog Talk Radio. Apple iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Thank you for subscribing and sharing. Um, the, the downloads um, have just been off the chart, and I am just so grateful to you because that helps me keep bringing more fascinating guests for you like I've had lately and like I've got tonight and like I've got coming up. Oh, by the way, just make sure you know in case you missed it or in case you're new, 
uh, two weeks ago, my guest was Franny Goldie. Uh, she's a songwriter, musician, singer. Uh, you probably know a lot of her songs. They've, she's Grammy Award nominated and winner uh, for songs like um, Night Shift by the Commodores, um, Dreaming by Selena, uh, Stick With You, Pussycat Dolls. She's written songs for just about everybody. And uh, now she is has a clothing company and you can see her designs in Oprah Magazine. Um, Adam Glassman has taken them on The View and, and dubbed them the Magic Pants. But if you go to her website, Franny Goldie, F-R-A-N-N-E-G-O-L-D-E.com, and pick out a pair of pants to order and put in for your code M-P-S for Madam Perry Salon, M-P-S. Uh, Franny's going to give you a nice discount just because you mentioned you used the Madam Perry Salon discount code, and that's very, very nice of her. Not only does she give us great music, she's got some fabulous clothes. But tonight, and I have been, I am so excited. I have been getting so much, uh, so much information. I mean, so many people contacting me and messaging me and calling me going, for real, you're not your guest tonight? I can't believe it. Yes. Um, he's a guitarist, composer. You love him with Trans-Siberian Orchestra and other bands, and you've probably seen him and his trio uh, perform and open for acts like Ingvay Malmsteen, uh, three tours of that, B-52s, you know, some of my native uh, friends here in Georgia, uh, Lou Reed, yes, people, uh, members of Yes in Asia, Casey in the Sunshine, just about everybody you love this guy has played with, and you love him too, so I'm going to just say, let's go ahead and I think he's made himself comfortable here in Madame Perry's salon. Welcome, guitarist and composer Mike Campis. Mike, welcome. Oh, <laughs> welcome, welcome, Madame Perry's salon. And, um, it's very cool to be here tonight, and um, it's great to hear you got some uh, great response. It's, uh, it's very awesome. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. And, I've been I'm very, 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 very fortunate, and uh, just. So glad to have you here. Thank you so much for the post that you put out. I don't know if oh, you heard, saw something that I, that I said, but um, one of your first posts, and thank you so much. Uh, I always find that the more famous and successful somebody is, the more they they promote it as much as I do. <laughs> so, I'm more yeah, I, I def- we, de- we definitely um, put some stuff up uh, on social media. It's, that's important to do, um, put the word out and uh, – yeah, um, something I'd like to do is the social social networks because, like, you know, the, the people that listen, they they, they want to be involved in it, and so. Well, you know, but, you know, um, I, I'm an entertainment publicist, and it's like I tell people, you know, you don't know how much, how lucky, you know, especially the younger artists have it now that you can use social media and get your music, your message, your books, whatever you've got out to anybody around the world. Um, just for oh, the price of keeping... <laughs> yeah, it's actually, yeah, it's actually amazing these days with the Internet, all the stuff you can do, the music everywhere. It's like everybody's all connected now. Yeah, exactly, and I'm always finding new artists that I wouldn't have found except that I just, you know, listen to YouTube while I'm working or uh, check books and go, oh, okay, that's cool, I like that. Um, <laughs> and, but, and people have, you know, it's, uh, people have such uh, a rich resource in that. So, oh, but what I said, and I said this last night, and I think I said it on Twitter, so just to make sure you knew, 
um, I, one of your first posts said that you were going to be on Madam Perry this week. Yeah. And I think I retweeted that with the correction, and I also said last night, I said, technically, technically, Mike Campis will not be on Madam Perry. He will be <laughs> on Madam Perry Salon. Just uh, making sure. I, I, said, I, I didn't see that. Um, your phone just cut out, though, just a few seconds ago. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. That's amazing. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the phone uh, keeps cutting out. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, that's that's actually cool. I think it, yeah, I didn't um, chance to see that, but that's great. You know, you start typing fast and going, no, no, he's not going to be on me. He's going to be on my podcast. So, yeah, so it's still family safe to listen to this show. Oh, and, all uh, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, some reason the phone's cutting out on this. It's oh. hard to hear a little bit. Okay, well, let's see. Um, let me see what I've got to do. Um, <laughs> all right. Tell this I, so let me um, let me see what I can do here to get a little bit more volume in my mic. It's like a reception or something like that. Yeah. Could be. All right. Well, if this doesn't work, um, I'll tell you what I'll do. How about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. It's actually better. Okay, good, good. Much better. All right. I like that. Yeah, so, that's a radio show. It's actually a pod, like a podcast. I That's what you put the radio show down. The... Yeah, and that's another cool thing you could do now. You know, so many people, uh, from famous people to anyone can can uh, has the advantage or has the opportunity so that's another cool thing but let me ask you this um what kind of what new projects have you got working on now because we're going to um, another call and ask about other stuff that you've done to, but what new things have you got this year um, I currently um I'm from the latest CD called The Fire Within that's my latest album that came out um it came out I mean Less than a year ago, I've been promoting that still, and also working on new material, like a new, you know, a new um, album. But um, I'm gonna probably put that out not till next year. But I'm working on, you know, like, like a greatest hits thing I'm gonna put out because I've I've ten solo albums out now, so I want to put out a greatest hits um, album and probably tw- I think 2020 a new album. I have a live recordings I want to put out as well, but uh, I've been I've been mainly working on. Um, like just new material, like um, recording, and also promoting the fire within. I just did some shows out in the West Coast. We did out, you know, out in California. We did the Michael Schenker Fest and uh, other shows in Las Vegas, things like that. So I'm still promoting that album, um, the fire within. But but uh, yeah, this I'm hoping this like this fall I want to put out a greatest hits album. Which uh, yeah, I saw you've got you, you're quite a prolific. Writer and producer with the, with so many uh, solo CDs that I've seen on your website and on YouTube, um, and if you don't mind, I meant to get some permission from you, but also uh, wanted to when I close the show uh, play the fire within. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yay! You know, okay, that's, that's probably my heaviest. It's probably my heaviest album to date. Um, I have actually Ingve's Ingve Malmsteen's drummer plays drums in the whole album. And it's definitely my heaviest CD. It's it's got a variety of stuff on it too. Um, but people are enjoying it, and uh, it's one of my favorite ones so far. But my stuff, every album I put out is it's all different. Like I don't really like to repeat the same thing. 
I have, you know, some acoustic albums and um, a variety of mix, a mixture of things. So, you know, the next one will be a little different as well. So but this one is it's getting a great response, and uh, we got two new, two new videos out too. The Fire Within and All Alone. We got um, some videos I filmed out in Hollywood. We did uh, some filming uh, this year and last year, and it just came out like about a month ago. The Fire Within came out, and about two months ago was the All Alone, which is a ballad. It's got the vocals on it. I sing as I sing too, and it's, um, it's got instrumentals, <clears throat> but it's well, you know mixed. Oh, sorry. I mean, you must tour a lot. How do you have time to write so much and and record? Well, actually, I I write a lot of stuff when I'm I'm traveling. I mean, like a lot of stuff I've written. I mean, I write stuff at home, but a lot of stuff I've written in like on on the road, basically like in airplanes and different locations. I get really inspired and I I I put ideas down on my phone and I. On the airplane, I've written um, lyrics for stuff and actually music as well, like on my laptop. I've written like, a lot of songs just like on a laptop without a guitar. Um, but a lot of it is traveling. Like, I have an album called Chapters. I wrote it in Italy. Um, I was touring different cities, and every city I, I basically got these ideas came to me, and I put it down on my phone. So I named it, like, you know, uh, Dance of Venice, uh, Capriccio de Parma. So I get really inspired when I'm traveling. Um, as well, you know, as I'm also like practicing and playing, and um, I get ideas, and I always my phone has like tons of stuff on it. Just like it could be like just little few second things, and I will like come back and put it all together um, when I get back in the studio. But it just stuff comes, and you you know, inspiration hits, and uh, I have a lot of stuff I haven't put out yet. I have a lot of music I've recorded, just different things, but um. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think it's important for a musician to write music. It's, it's yeah. expression. It's like your expression, like it's a it's a snapshot of time too. It's like in part of your life, you know, you go through different things, and all my, lot of my actually all my songs are really true experiences. Um, even instrumentals, you get like you know you go through experiences, and it kind of comes out that way too. But that's mm-hmm. basically. How I do it doesn't doesn't really come. It comes a lot of different ways, just without the guitar, different location, and yeah, it's. I, I love uh, writing. <laughs> well, you know, I want to get more things about that. I've other questions for you, but I also want to. This is a good time to stop and say, if you're listening to us live tonight on June the fourth, two thousand nineteen, uh, you want to talk to Mike. Give us a call at 646-716-9922. Blog Talk Radio assures me that it is a toll-free call within the continental U.S., so 646-716-9922. Or for people, and Mike, you know, there are some people who maybe can't call because they've got a day job or something, or they've got a place where they got to be. <laughs> or they're driving or they're at work, and they go, oh, I want to call in. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah don't, don't be shy. And so, folks, you know what to do. Send me a message on Facebook, either through Jennifer Maudette Perry or through Madam Perry Salon. Just send me a message, and I will see it and uh, pass the message or question along to Mike. But, yeah, so we will be – your phones are open, and I I think Mike will be um, ready for your calls. Be ready oh, to definitely. talk to people. 
the name is so your name is so different. Like Madame Perry Salam, when I posted it, it was like <laughs> it's actually really cool. It's like um, why don't we get a haircut too? Because <laughs> it's like you know Salam, like you know it's usually it's like you'll have like in, you know radio, let's say radio or something, but it's cool. It's it's different. I know, I know. I need. I've got to get some more, uh, some better descriptions. I know. One time I had something on about. Um, oh, I know. I was posting when uh, a couple about two years ago. I had. I know this guy's probably a friend of yours, Rudy Sarzo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I talked to him so many times. I mean, I haven't seen. I didn't see him this year. I usually see him at the Nam show every year. I, I talk to him every year. I didn't see him this year, but he's yeah. He's a really nice guy. He's the nicest guy. He see you know everybody says that and he does seem like and he was such a great guest and so so kind and uh, so generous and he said but when I put that on there somebody said wait what I don't get this you got a hair salon you're not going to cut Rudy's hair no that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually funny <laughs> he, but yeah yeah he's, he's a nice, he's a nice guy he's really mellow he's nice and mellow soft spoken yeah and he's really you know. He, he, he's, he talks to you. He's just nice, and yeah, I, I have to. I haven't talked to him in a little while now, but um, I always like to talk to him and I see him. And usually, I always see him at yeah, at Nam. I always run into him at Nam. But this, Wait, this year, what's so, that? I'm sorry, the phone cut out. He has a called um, off the rails about about his time touring with uh, Ozzy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I never read that book, but I know he has it out, and it's it's got to be amazing because he was you know he was part of that band, so and he was with Randy Rose, and that's just a like <laughs> he is everywhere. Like he, he's every with every band, and and uh, it's it's yeah, it's actually Fantastic. incredible. And it goes into the part where you know when when Randy with the, with the plane crash was such a sad thing, but such a such a dear friend he was. Oh, I know. Well, there. Actually, but, uh, I met. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the phone was cutting out. Keep <laughs> okay. getting the keep getting dropouts in the phone. Okay, so um, yeah, so people like so the idea was no, it's not. I wasn't going to cut Rudy's hair, but he's a great guy. He's got a great book and. Um, yeah, that was fun. Okay, well, I've got a call here right now for you, and uh, if you just uh, come on in. Hi, this is Madam Perry Salon. Just introduce yourself and talk to me or to talk to Mike Campy. Hi, Madam Perry. This is Vince Bryant, better known as V. Lee V. And I see that Mike Campy sees on your show, and I just wanted to say hi, and he's an awesome dude. Ah, uh, thank you, man, very much. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing all right. So you're a guitarist, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm just getting over the <clears throat> pollen bronchitis. I hung out in the oh. park for the jazz fest, and I hung out in the park with my girl, and now it's all taking a toll. Anyway, you you do um you compose. What do, what's your DAW, man? What are you using? Um, I use Pro Tools. I've used that for a long time. Um, oh. like a real long time. I something do you that do I keep. Okay. Mm-hmm. You do uh, keyboards so, or you do guitar MIDI? Um, well, I do. I mean, for for keyboard parts, I I do. Um, yeah. I have a MIDI keyboard, but it's only for right. padding and st- for MIDI padding. I'm not a great keyboard player, but I just like basically just do padding mm-hmm. stuff like behind the songs. Um, right. The very my very first album, the studio had a MIDI guitar. It's called mm-hmm. Total Freedom, and I did use that on some tracks, which was cool because. 
I'm not a fast piano player, and like I was tra- I was right. tracking some stuff with that. Just in that one album, I used that. But um, yeah, you're a blazingly fast uh, guitar player. You, uh, you're like, yeah, you're awesome, man. You're awesome. Oh, uh, thanks. Do you um, have any of the albums? Or have you, have, you have, um... No, I'm just I'm just a fellow musician who knows about you, man. I just you know oh, awesome. you know That's we cool, we man. don't. We don't buy each other stuff. We just listen and hang out. <laughs> no, that's cool. you know? uh, I love to hear stuff like that because, you know, it's just like that's what it's all about, about music. It's like basically, you know, it's, you, it's, you got to perform. You got you like like the music you play, and it's awesome. Other people are into it, too. It's just like right. it makes me do it, continue more with that. Right. Well, you obviously listen to the greats. I mean, you couldn't – I mean, I'm a piano player, so I know – you know, oh, oh okay, awesome! Yeah, I'm a composer too. Uh, I score oh, film is what I do. Yeah, but um, but uh, yeah, I know you, Satriani and those guys of that of that type. You know, you're you're all over that stuff, then, and you know, and um, you've uh, 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 what's his name? Um, oh God, I can't. I'm losing his name. One of the greatest jazz guitarists. I just uh, Al Demiola. Al Demiola. That's it. God, awesome, you just did that. He is He's awesome, and I'm not. Con- I well, you you know I was going after your style, so you knew that's where it was at. So actually, he's one of my yeah. early influences. Um, my brother, my brother was a huge. He still is a huge Al Demiola fan, and Chick Corea. When I was a Chick kid, Korea, yeah. when I was like 13, yeah. he's like uh, come in the room. Oh, check this guy out. This is like before. Yeah. This is right before, right before Ingve came out. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh wow, this is really that's cool because I, I love fast stuff. I, I love I always love fast. Technical stuff. Yep. Since I was a kid, the technical, uh, blazingly fast, fast lightning stuff. I love it. But I also I I like. It. I also like melodic and slow stuff too, because I I do like slower stuff and melodic, but I love the technical, speedy kind of things. My mm-hmm. first band, my first actually influenced band is Black Sabbath. That was my very first, which yeah. I still love. Yeah. And I, yeah. The music is not um, technically, but it's just amazing music. So that, that was just my first thing I got into. Then as you mm-hmm. develop as a as you develop as a player, you get into other kind of music that's more technical. Because like if you want right. to like, go to the next thing, it's like you know after you learn the pentatonic stuff, you want to get into the quicker, you know, like the more right. stuff. So right, mixolydian, you know, Phrygian, yeah, yeah. My brother was like, oh, check this guy out. And I, used to, I took guitar lessons when I was a kid, and I used to bring it to my teacher. I used to bring in uh, Demiola, and I love classical music, uh, violin music. So do I. Yep, yep. See, guys guys that play on the style like we play, I'm, I'm going to bring myself up to your category for just a second. <laughs> we study yep. all that arpeggiating because it means something. It's that it's the ability to to uh, navigate through all that, all those notes, you know, right. in order to build a higher feeling, a higher melody, you know, and it's only a piece of it. It's just, but so much goes into it that you really literally have to slow it down and technically you have to practice. You have to practice every day for hours and people oh, don't yeah, get it. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you, you got to, like, maintain yeah. and um, it's, it's, you it's, have it's, to a maintain of, it. it's a lot of work. I mean, I, I play every single day and, um, I mean, a lot of yeah. I mean, it's a different type of practicing. Now I do more writing than practicing, but it's more, um, I'm basically, when I'm writing, if I write something that's hard to play, I got to practice it to, you know, to get that's it. That's right. Play live. So basically right. I try, I push myself all the time and just do things that are hard, tricky. And, um, but for, for me, the important thing is, is like the melody and the feeling is in it because 
you know, like, you can't just run up and down the arpeggios. It's like one of the things you have to kind of make nope. music. It's, you nope. gotta, that's a really, some, and actually some, uh, um, the hard thing to say is like, sometimes when I hear this blazing arpeggios, after a while, I might even get bored if it's not really melodic or right. like, um, but it, but it can be fast and melodic because like, if you listen to Mozart, his stuff is right. actually blazing. Right, the Bach inventions, the Mozart arpeggiated, the magic flute, all of that stuff. That stuff yeah, is yeah, flying. That, that stuff is like it's flying. flying. It, yes, and the, it melodies is. Are, the melodies are kind of just like in there as well, but it's you know, it's, but those guys are like you know, <laughs> it's incredible the stuff that those guys used to do. Like. No, 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 you you you're on it because the, I studied out of the Hammond book, and that led me to all the guitarists. See, more guitarists do that stuff. And the pianist, I mean, Oscar Peterson and, you know, uh, um, McCoy Tyner, guys like that, Earl Garner, you know, and of course all the old stride piano players can do that because of the way they structure the melodies. But you are a real world-class composer oh, to be you. able to do that. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. You To do that, to be able to create that kind of music. Because it's like you said, even though it comes out of your head, doesn't mean you own it right away. You have to practice it. And when I write, I I get these incredibly, uh, uh, these convoluted melodies that have to be worked out. You know, I have to learn what I'm actually hearing, you know, in my head. So, so right. I know I know how real that is. And I hate to just take off, man, but I had to say hi to you, dude. And uh, when you come yes, to but, Atlanta, when you come to Atlanta, I want to look you up, man. I want to uh, look awesome, you yes. up. Send me, um, I like to hear some of your stuff. Like, uh, send a message to the website. Great to I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I will so, do that. All right. You got it. Awesome. All right, Kathadisi. All right. Yep. Peace. Right. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye, Madam Perry. Goodbye, Vince. Thank you so much for calling oh, in. He's a nice guy. Is he a regular? All right. Nice? So, oh, uh, <laughs> I got another call. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm sorry, your phone, the phone, sometimes the phone's dropping out. I don't know if it's, uh... I hope not. All right, hi, welcome phone... to oh. I'm here with Mike Campese. Come on in, talk to us. I'm here Hello? with, uh, Mike... Hi, this is Madam Perry with Mike Campese. Come on in, talk to us. Madam Perry, hey, this is Frank uh, DeVille. Greenfield, how's it going? Frank DeVille, Greenfield? <laughs> so happy That's to me. hear from you. Musicians are calling in. That's great. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Um, good, how actually, you doing? I was on. Good, good. Uh, Madam Perry, when was I on your show? Was it like a year ago, maybe? Or? Not a year ago. It was when um, you had been doing, you had been working on The Voice one of the artists there, and then you were going on the road with, I believe, you, and also you've been doing the TV shows, of, what was it, Brooklyn Nine? What? Oh, okay, but was I, was I on the, the tour with, was with those funk bands yet, or was that before that? Do you with remember? Or? Okay, so I think we were talking about the, um, who, it was probably a while ago then, so yeah, but I, uh, Actually, when you mentioned, uh, can you hear me okay? Uh, yes. Hello? Yes. So yes, when you mentioned uh, Mike, I did a quick, uh, actually, I've, I've been out of town producing this artist, and um, 
I did a quick Google search of Mike, and so we're both East Coasters. I don't know where Mike is now, but um, we both. Are you actually uh, Green? Are you Greenfield, uh, New York? What's that? You said Greenfield, New York. Is that where you're from? Well, I'm Greenfield? from the East Coast. I moved out from Philly. I lived in Philly, New York, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you, I, I actually I studied classical uh, guitar and music in Princeton, oh, New huh? Jersey, before moving. You know, I moved out here like to L.A. like 16 years ago. So I did a little research on you. We probably ran into each other at NAMM yeah, prob- a little bit. I'm, I'm actually I'm, in, I'm from New York. I'm still in New York right now. I do travel to L.A. a lot. I was just there playing out there. Uh, I might have seen you at the NAMM show. Your name sounds familiar. I might have met you yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, we probably did. I'm not sure. I'm not if we have if we maybe endorse some of the same companies, but um, yeah, probably. Your name is really familiar. When you said your name, I was like, hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I start, actually, I you know kind of came up uh, in the hard rock metal era. Uh, that's you know that's why I got into classical. Um, but when I moved out here and I started to, uh, you know, work in the industry, there's, there's a saying that I, I love, because not everybody, you know, subscribes to that, this mythology, but the more music, you know, that you, the, that you love, the more you love music. So I kind right. of did come up, you know, studying that, that idiom, the guys that were really, you know, dope players had studied classical and jazz, and like what? you, you know, I did the Paganini and uh, oh, cool, and all that stuff. And the guy that I was studying jazz with back on the East Coast was one of the guys that actually transcribed it for guitar. I don't know how long oh, that's ago, tough. yeah, when that was. But I got more into pop and R and B and some hip hop, and um, like Madame Perry was talking about, I do a lot of film and TV music. Oh, the great. bands. Yeah, the bands that I toured with were, like, I was toured with the Gap Band for a few years, and then another mm-hmm. group called a Side Effect. They were kind of like Soul Train, came up, you know, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And, uh, you know, I'm, you know, it, it's crazy. I, I, you know, produced for Universal Music. And, oh, great. Um, yeah, so it's just, the wonderful thing about music is, even though our, we might be different stylistically, um, there's there's so much opportunity in the music industry to be uh, you know to find your own lane. I worked uh, with Timberlands, the producer of Timberlands Camp, from 2004 to about 2013, and that's something that they would always say, like find your own lane in music, find your own lane, and like right. you know, you know, in LA the level of talent is so high that. You know, it was it's kind of difficult to navigate and find exactly um, where we fit in. But I do believe once we do find our own lane, then uh, like you know, you have, right? Um, we can find success and we can you know make our our own you know brand. So. Yeah, it's also it's also I'm also versatile because I love other stuff like uh, I love funk music as well, yeah, jazzy stuff, fusion. So it's like I kind of mix it all together. I've learned. I went to MI. Back in the day, I learned so much, just different, all different styles. And plus, I, my first teacher was a jazz teacher. So, like, mm. I was into, like, you know, the heavy metal bands, and, and he was, like, showing me, like, jazzy stuff. 
Then I was in the classical, so it was all mixed together. I went to MI, I learned um, just all these different styles. And eventually, I just basically, just it all just comes out. So I don't really think about too much, um, you know, like I, I just come out, what I, what I write just basically comes out. But I like blues, too. Yeah. I like to do my, my own. I like to do my own my own spin to, with stuff, just my own music. And if it is blues, awesome. I'll add other elements to it, and not not just straight ahead. I'll just put other stuff. And I love I love jazz, but I like the uh, the hard rock, the rock audiences. Like mm. I like using the jazz concepts into the rock. Like when you know the jazz, because yeah. it's a little more advanced. Um, but yeah, after a while, you just you know, it all comes together. It's like a big soup, basically, because you just put all the stuff. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it does. It, it does. And I found if you went to MI, you, yeah. you know, anybody that went to MI that's in my world or in my circle, they're all incredible musicians. I didn't go to MI. I, I went. I was did my music studying mostly on the East Coast. Oh, cool. But I, but you know what the thing is? Is as a musician who's working in the industry, I'm constantly doing things. To challenge myself, like That's great. Uh, yeah, I'll pull out you know the real book. There's like yep. jazz, like bebop standard. You're probably familiar mm-hmm. with the real book. That's so yep. I keep my reading up. Or I just downloaded this like um, not just but maybe a few months ago. This like metal kind of I think it's called metal method or something like that. It just oh, yeah, I had that when I was a kid. Actually, that was. Um... Doug Marks. That was uh, I think I bought a couple of those when I was a kid. Like uh, the, one of the Theory ones, like the Randy Rose one, the Ingve one. Yeah, it's Metal Method. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's Doug Marks. This is like some yep. kind of uh, um, just like a little bit of different approach to sweet picking that you know. Oh, okay. That I do. So I'm always looking. Not that I want you know. Always looking to challenge myself and and you know take it to the next level. I just for this actual artist that I'm producing right this minute, I have to learn banjo. So last week I picked <laughs> up a banjo. <laughs> oh, awesome! That's cool. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't really, I never really played it. I mean, um, like you could probably tune like a guitar, and uh, <laughs> you could probably because uh, I remember, well, remember Tommy the... Tedesco, he used to do that. Oh, dude. Okay, you know what? It's interesting <laughs> that you say that name because when I was a little kid. Yeah, I don't know for some re- for some reason Tommy Tedesco. I think because when I was a little kid, I really liked the Monkees and the Beach Boys. And Tommy <laughs> Tedesco was the guitar was wrote a lot of that stuff. Yeah, he and, was, he he was part of the MI school. Um, he died though, unfortunately. But like I remember, like he right before he died, he came into the school and he was telling us he had a big seminar and like a clinic thing. He was talking about the banjo. And he used to tune like a guitar. Like he didn't. He didn't really learn the whole instrument. He just basically just retuned that guitar. It's like be the same shapes and stuff. <laughs> I thought that was funny because. <laughs> well, that's you know what that's the point I was gonna make specifically, Mike. <laughs> is that is that exact thing? So I saw him, you know, before he died, at some some seminar. I mean, I don't know. I just always thought that what he did was just you know so cool, and he said exactly what you just said. You just need to learn a few things. <laughs> Obviously, you know, guitar with electric, and you want to have some good shops and classical. But, you know, I've been a mandolin player for like 20 plus years. Wow. And did, did, I'm not that great, but I've made more money with this mandolin. It's like a $100 mandolin. I bought it new. I've been doing a lot of 
as a session musician, but doing some show tunes, arranging these mandolin parts, some classical parts, and some awesome. kind of strange tuning. Yeah, and I just know some basic things, some cool strum patterns, and how to, you know. And so, what Tommy said is absolutely correct. And so, applying to the banjo, though, I thought the banjo I would have the right hand down easily. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because from playing classical, right? You play classical, yes? Yeah. Yeah, I've studied, yeah. studied classical for a while, but the, I know the right hand, you have to have the nails, but I I basically, um, I do, I write classical pieces, but it's like, it's not as like a strict, it's more, um, not, I wouldn't say new age, but it's like, you know, I use the right hand technique, I, I use hybrid picking with that, but I don't, mm-hmm. strict classical, like they have the nails, I was never good at growing nails and stuff, so like, <laughs> so I, I didn't do all the, you know, the, uh, with the, the foot stand and the the nail thing, but I did try that. I did study that for a while. I actually I did do the Bach. I mean, my teachers. I used to do the Bach pieces, and um, I took classical at MI. And but I like writing my own music, so so basically, I did learn a lot of pieces, and I still mess around with. I like I like the violin technique, like where it's a pick style, where the um, like violin kind of classical stuff. I love a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's all you know. All that stuff helps, like your regular writing with the classical, the the, the right hand technique, keeping the fingers down, and all, you know this. So I, I incorporate that in my in my stuff, and I I've written pieces um, over the years, <clears throat> but I, it's a lot to keep up. You know what I mean? It's like I to go back to a box piece, I'd have to go back and just you know redo the, break out the fingerings again and stuff, and and get that footstool. Those guys are they're very, It's very strict I mean they have like You know the, the stools and They have the The perfect nails This guy Perfect posture And um Which is You know it's amazing Because you dedicate your life To that one style But It's good to Well that's learn. the wonderful Yeah that's the wonderful thing About learning like That idiom I never really wanted To be a great classical player But I But I do Get it But here's the thing too With the nails, because I have nails on my right hand, but oh, okay. being, a, you know, playing with a pick, yeah, you know, and doing some fast stuff. So it wears the wears the nail down on my first index finger. So I have oh. to wear like a fake. If I'm going to do it, my technique would always sound, you know, when I'm hitting it with the index finger, sound a little bit off. But, huh. you know, my class, my classical guitar is only maybe two steps up from a student model I've had since college. But again, you know, just being able to be for like utilitarian right you know like to be able to use it for uh like utility like you know the banjo and even the banjo so in the regular guitar obviously you know the bottom string is normally the bass right right so but so here i am messing with this banjo so even if it's tuned even if it's tuned the first string is a high b Oh yeah, because a five five string banjo, right? <laughs> actually, it's a, actually, you can buy. It. Actually, I seen a I seen a Dean one that's got six strings like a guitar, but it's a banjo. But it, but banjos are usually five string or four string. But I did see a six string banjo that is wow. like a guitar. That's it's too like a guitar. It's like a Tommy Desco creation uh, creation of it. But um, I also I do um. Actually, I do classical guitar in some of my stuff. Um, on my acoustic album chapters, there is uh, like flamenco kind of pieces in there. It's class. I use a classical guitar, and on the chapter um, hidden treasures, I do a, some classical pieces. And throughout 
a lot of the albums, but I, actually, my last CD, I used a, a ukulele on one of the songs. So I, I, I wow. messed with that little. I messed with that little bit because it's a cool instrument. Yeah, um, it is. From going to yeah. Hawaii and stuff like that, I, I finally broke down and got a, a nicer one. I used to get like these cheaper ones, and I finally got a nice one. And um, on my chapters album, I used uh, ukulele one of the tunes that towards the end of it. And uh, it was cool. It was cool to mix it with in, with the guitar. It was kind of like the mandolin and the, and the guitar, like Led Zeppelin used to do, the Jimmy Page and stuff. And as a, as yeah, a well, that's but yeah. Actually, that's another project I'm working on right now. It's a Page Plant uh, really? thing with a, with a guy. Yeah, with this guy actually. You know, working what I do like in in the industry, I'm always juggling four to five different projects. You know, all yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. performing with with two bands. I just got brought on to be a music supervisor for a, a, a film that's shooting in Canada. Um, oh, awesome! You know, I have a, a, a music catalog, extensive music catalog, um, and then you know, trying to I'm producing you know just one artist. I'm working with a keyboard player, Alan St. John from Foreigner and Billy Squire, and oh, cool! Um, yeah, so doing all kinds of stuff, but I recently did this, I'm doing this gig with this guy that just does it acoustically, Page mm-hmm. and Plant, with a four-piece um, string section. Mm-hmm. And it, awesome. it's, 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 it's incredible. So by playing the rain song, or like, I'm, I'm just learning the parts yesterday for Battle of Evermore, for oh, cool. uh, Going to California. So oh, that's, it's, that's it's an awesome song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just great. Uh, I'd forgotten the genius of Jimmy Page, but anyway, so uh, I wanted to know too what um, what uh, what companies uh, are you endorsing, or do you have endorsements with? Um, well, my guitars I endorse Anderson Guitars, which is out in California. It's the um, yeah, they're out in Thousand Oaks. I've used those guitars for years, and they're that's basically my main that's, that's my main guitar. That's all I that's exactly exclusively like Anderson Guitars. Um, they're very versatile. And for amplifiers is uh, Mesa Boogie. I've used those for years as well. Yeah. And um, strings, Diodario, um, Magambi, okay. Cable, um, a bunch of other stuff like um, uh, Exotic Effects. I have Dothex Effects. I use their pedals. Um, okay. There's a bunch of, like, basically, I usually endorse what I use. Like, I don't, like, just endorse to get free stuff. <laughs> Well, okay. no, I, 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 I said the same thing. I, I, I only endorse what I love. It just doesn't do me any, any good. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. But I, I, I endorse actually Ernie Ball. Cool. Uh, Music Man. I love those, you know, guitars. But I love my vintage guitars. I have, you know, older Les Pauls, older Strats. Yeah. But to go out I love the, the I love Fender. Fender's great, too. I, Fender... I have a couple of Fender, Fender Strats, which I love, and those are really amazing guitars. I mean, um, the Anderson's more versatile than the Stratus, but the the, the uh, Strats that I have, they're great. They're, definitely. Yeah, the Anderson is more versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, much more. That's Actually, that's why, but being in the Ernie Ball family, I went, you know, I have this, that's a Steve Lukather model because. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, awesome. He's great. Yeah, taking one guitar out on the road, like when I was out with, with the Gap Band, or side effect, I didn't want to take my good guitars on the plane. I needed something totally versatile. Yep. And, it's, you know, and, you know, it's all that. But what, which uh, boogie amp do you use? 
Uh, my main amp is a rectifier. Uh, that's my main. I have other mesas, but that's my main sounds rectifier. But when I'm traveling, I usually try to get rectifier. Sometimes I might. Um, they might have a be a DC five. Well, actually, uh, no wait. I have DC five here, but um, I just played just played in Vegas recently. I used the Fillmore combo; it was amazing. But the rectifier okay. is my main sound. Um, but just, I mean, any boogie is great. Like when I, when I travel, sometimes I can't always get a rectifier. I'll they'll say, hey, we have a whatever. We have a Roadster. We have um, the Mark II. So I'll, I'll definitely use it. But um, I have a bunch of rectifiers. I have the mini rectifiers. I have the two channel rectifiers. So that's like my um my go to is that one um yeah I have an older actually I have a uh, I I use boogies too I use a oh. lot of things but my main yeah I have an older Mark three all right that yeah that is just incredible I used to have a Mark two C plus you know one of the all legendary right. ones <laughs> that's yeah, that's like the Metallica that's 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 like the amazing yeah that's like it, a, that's it, a legendary it, one it it was but it didn't have the Stum like this Mark III. I don't know what it is, huh. but I, I I bought it like when I lived in Philly, and then I bought it originally as a 6000 sent it back, and then they turned it into a Sama class. And I don't know whether it's a different transformer or what, but the Mark II C+, Plus, I mean, I sold it a couple of years ago. I got good money for it, I'm sure. Maybe the guy's yep. not holding Maybe he's not listening to the show right now, but this Mark III, <laughs> like, like – Prompts all over it. There was no reason wow. for me to have the Mark TC Plus. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I have a DC5 combo I bought years ago. I use it for smaller gigs. That's, that sounds it sounds amazing. I mean, it's just but for 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 more band bigger stuff, I use uh, the rectifier because it just um I like four I like four twelve cabinets because it just gives a more mm-hmm. speaker air. But for smaller shows, I use a like a one twelve. The Fillmore I used in Vegas was actually it sounded great. It's like holy shit! I turned around and um. This thing sounds amazing. I, it was a, I rented it for the for the show because I can't bring an amp on a plane. And basically, right, I'm, right. Like, I'm like you. I bring one guitar. Like I don't travel with a bunch of guitars. I bring one guitar. So that's why the Anderson is so versatile. Like I can just I just try I trust I trust that guitar. Like people think I'm crazy. You bring one guitar on the road. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It's like I, like I, I use um acoustic guitar. I use Ovation, so I might have to rent an Ovation guitar when I if I have to play acoustic. So um, that's my that's my other guitar that I use Ovation guitars. I love them for acoustic, but okay. electric it's it's like I have to carry the guitar on the plane because I don't you know I don't mm-hmm. trust the TSA throwing the guitar, so I have to have it with me. So I, they can't put two guitars. Any actually one guitar is actually frustrating when you're traveling because it's like I. I always like thankful when the guitar is on the plane, it's above me or it's in a coat rack or yeah. somewhere. I'm always I'm always like ah, oh, phew. Before that, I'm always nervous because it's always like hey, hey, you know those. But it's been good though. It's, I haven't had any trouble in a long time with the guitar, so it's. Well, it's that's been why saved. I ended up. Yeah, that's why I ended up getting um. Just the uh, getting you know this music man because I was doing a gig in Las Vegas and I had two guitars, my Les Paul and my strap yep. in a road case. And yep. it was, number one, it was expensive to ship them, you know, to, yep. to put them on the plane. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back into L.A., and yep. they said, oh, we can't find your guitars. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're huge cases. <laughs> oh, well, what do they look like? I'm like, they're freaking handful cases. One's black and one's... And I started to think, see, this is how stuff gets taken. 
Well, this is how you have oh, problems. I know. You know, mm-hmm. and so, like, what what <laughs> you were saying, like, it's the same thing. I put it on a soft case, put it on my yeah. back. You know, I'll even take a little amp modeler that I have that I can get, yeah. like, a plug-and-play instant sound, and just in case the back line for where I'm going sucks. And yeah, actually, I'm, I'm I just, gonna race yeah. It. yeah, I just actually... I have well, I have my other stuff for the hotels like on my phone. I have this, you know, the uh, I use iRig and stuff like that. But I just recently somebody gave me that's a, a NAM, like it's a little tiny amplifier. It's a little tiny amp. I guess you can run a cabinet off of it and you can go direct with it. And I just bought like a this cab similar too, just in case for for a backup. Because I know other I, I did a uh, in Italy like a tour in Italy and um one of the venues the amp didn't make it to the venue mm. and I I called the club and they're like oh the amp is there right they're like no. So, but I mean, like, I was like, we had we had to dig an amp up. So, like, now I have that prepared just in case that ever happens. I can have this. Worst comes to worst, I can use a modeler or something that get me through the night. But which I don't like. That's I don't right. like to use. I don't, I don't use modelers live though. That's the thing, cause, um. But if I had to, I would. But I don't usually use them live. But they're getting better. Yeah. They're getting well, better no. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the the sounds are getting better too. Like, I'm using yeah. an older box, Tone Lab or something like that. It's got, yeah. like, two or three great sounds. It's got almost too many sounds. But, you know, if you're using, a, you know, a boogie like I'm using, so we love it. We love, you know, the crunch and the tube saturation. So yeah. something that gets close to that or something that just works as opposed to no amp at all. Oh, know. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. It actually, yeah, yeah, I definitely – I've used it for, I mean, I know NAM. I've used, because I, I demo stuff for different companies, and I've used um, Mothers, and it sounded really good. Like, it was amazing, you know, just like with backing tracks with the Mothers, it's great. Um, but actually, yeah. also, I realized, I've always realized everybody has their sound in their head, so, like, even if I have a Mother, I'll start dialing it to sound like my amp, and it gets it gets pretty close. So, hey, actually, cool. it's, on the, it's on the fingers. It's also it's all yeah. on the play, it's, I think it's all on the player because um the gear stuff I love gear but it's like I I don't know I just um as I get better as a player the gear started sounding better so I'm not I'm not crazy I, I love gear but I'm not like it's not one of those things where I have to have a certain thing to make me sound better or whatever it's just it's pretty much hey, Mike uh, yes Mike got another call yes. for you. Hey, and Frank, you stay right here because i got something to tell both you guys. Uh, and by the way, I've got about seven minutes left with Mike oh, Cassidy okay. here on the line. And um, if you want to call, 646-716-9922. And I've got another caller. But I want to say something first. Banjo. You mentioned, I've been making some notes, but whenever I could jump back in here. Uh, banjo. <laughs> Denny Tedesco. Tommy Tedesco's son was on the show here last summer. Oh, he was? Uh, talking about Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Making he, crew. He's, I guess he's, you think he's in Seattle? If I'm, no, is he Seattle? Yeah. All right. The Wrecking Crew. Um, yes. So yeah. If you haven't seen mean, the Wrecking Crew, get it. And also, and I think this still holds, if you do order the Wrecking Crew video uh, or the DVD or whatever you, however you get it, make sure you mention that you heard about it on Madame Perry Salon, and I believe you'll still get a discount if you mention that. Oh, cool. Um, what else? When I was at MI for a reunion, they they played the video there at the school. They were, yeah, they yeah. were seeing 
was nice, you know, when you listen to that. Also, I'm going to make sure that both of you guys come through the South and come through Atlanta this year. You mentioned, uh, you took me way back talking about the footstool for guitar because 20-something years ago <laughs> I took guitar lessons, and it was classical, and I had to have that footstool. And my teacher just talked with a woman. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Got to have that footstool. Oh, the footstool. Yeah, I, I never bought the footstool. I never, yeah. If they wear a suit, too, but for a female, I guess you have to wear a, a suit as well, I think, no? If you're doing. <laughs> never joking. Epiphone. All I ever bought was a collapsible footstool, and all I can remember is a Bach Chorale part of Blackbird and, the, uh, and an Indigo Girls song that she talked. And that's it, but I got oh. that collapsible footstool. If you want, I'll put it on eBay. I sold another foot pedal op- uh, operation to uh, Frank Gambali. Uh, oh, my really? Husband. Oh, he's great. He's oh, great. wow. Yeah. Anyway, Greg is awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, he is. But um, I've got another caller on the line here, folks, for you. And welcome, come on into Madam Perry's salon. I'm here with Mike Campese and DeVille here, too. Come on in, introduce yourself. Hi, uh, my name's Joe. How are you guys doing? Uh, great. Hey, Good, uh, Mike. I was just calling in because uh, I'm, a, you know, I'm a little older. I grew up listening to ba- Jeff Beck and Joe Satriani, and I'm a fan of yours because you remind me a lot of them, um, or at least it sounds like you've been influenced by them. And uh, yeah, yeah. I was also a big fan of Dream Theater and, and, and stuff oh, like uh, that. So I, I was just kind of wondering. I'm, I'm in Michigan. Are you, you got any plans on coming to Michigan, touring, or playing? Because I um not at the moment, but um. Possibly not, not the moment, but basically now, I mean, um, we're working on some Europe, Europe stuff right now. Um, I'd love to come up that way. I'm usually on the West Coast, East Coast, uh, or Europe, but uh, that'd, that'd be great to come up that way, too. Well, if you can, um, if you can ever make it out to the Midwest, we get robbed, We get, especially in Michigan because we're so out of the way. So if you ever get the chance, man, because we've, oh, got, we've got diehard rock fans out here. I mean, you know, like Kiss oh, cool. always do, does great here. They, I think we set a record for them. and. Wow. Um, we 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 get uh, we get robbed with all you uh, with all the good players because we're just out of the way. So if you can make it out here, man, I know you you have a good draw because oh, you just awesome. you've got you've got the you got the skills that and the and the uh, the people here we we love that stuff. We like oh, the classical cool. stuff. We like the guys that can play. You know, that's good. That's good to know because because um, you know like there's certain areas where you're not sure how it would be, but that's that's great to hear that. So I'm gonna definitely look into that more. But definitely during the summer because I know the winter time winter time the snow. <laughs> Like right, snow, right, right. Like, like, like New York, though, the weather is... Uh, yeah, but, I, yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, the summer would be where it's at. You know, because, like, um, even, even, like, you're more, you're more like, uh, Alice Coopers and uh, yep. Poisons and Def Leppards, whenever they come here, they always end up staying an extra day or two because they just have the fan base. And whenever, uh-huh. I mean, you know, it just always works out like that. We've got some really good rock and roll electric fans out here. Yep. And, uh, you know, Rush always does good here when they come out here. And, uh, you know, I've always been in that progressive kind of a thing. And uh, when I heard about you, uh, when I found you, I, I totally recognized it. And, and we really would like to have you out here, man. So if oh, you can cool. make the they time, can. I know. Maybe you should do is that. Maybe send, send some um, some suggestions for clubs. that I mean, I'd love to play at some certain clubs that you might um, suggest. So you can send something to the, the website. And I'll, I'll look into it. I'll talk to the management, or I'll just look into to see if I can um, get some shows up that way. All right. I can do that. That's not a problem. I'll, I'll tell them to, to uh, I'll Con- drop the name and tell them to check you out. Contact me, whatever, with the, you know, the venues and stuff. I would definitely look into it. All right, man. Thanks. 
Yeah, you're welcome. It was great talking to you. I appreciate it. All right, thanks, thanks. guys. Take it easy. Bye-bye. All right, goodbye. Well, every, everybody's so awesome. Everybody's really nice and friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to. A message came in from uh, Eddie who says, hey, um, Joe, is, I mean, no, what? Wait, wait, excuse me. Okay, a message came in from Eddie. He says, Mike, glad to hear you on here. Thanks so much for um, uh. all the music. And he said to tell you that he loves reading your articles and columns in Axe Magazine. Oh great! Yeah, I've been writing for X X magazines in Italy. It's a um, I've been writing for guitar magazines for many years now, and um, like the guitar player, guitar world over the years. But now I've been doing a lot of stuff in Italy um, in X for uh, must be, it's probably like six years straight now. I've been doing columns uh, every 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 uh, month basically. I have my own column um, own my own column in the yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Do you write in uh, Italian as well? Um, <laughs> no, they converted. Like I'm actually full Italian, but I can't speak Italian or write Italian. Um, but they, they actually, I do it all in English, and they kind of convert it. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I, I have to learn Italian, though. I know that. All right. Oh, we've got one more call coming in. One more. Um, okay. And welcome to Madame Perry Salon. Oh, never mind. They just dropped. Um, if oh. that was you, the 314 area code, please come back. Um, we, If you had a difficulty, please come back. It's, it's somebody from the 314 area code because um, you've only got about two more minutes to talk to, to Mike. And uh. so, yeah, you guys, I'm going to tell you Mike and I'm going to tell you Frank because I know you guys, or I know Frank better. Um, you've got to come to the south. You've got to come to Atlanta. Oh, There's yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I yeah. usually fly. I always fly into there, but never played down that way. I'm always flying that way. And you <laughs> both know, back. And you both know an entertainment publicist, right? That would be me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. To, that's good to know. All right. Okay. Here's our caller back. Welcome to Madam Perry Salon, and you're here with Madam Perry, guitarist Mike Campese, and the cool Deville hanging out too. Come on in. Introduce yourself. Hello, Mikey. How you doing? Hey, it's Keith. I'm in St. Louis. Awesome. <laughs> and we're getting we're getting flooded here. I got a question for you, Mike. With all your travels, have you ever lost any equipment or your instruments? Um, no, actually, uh, luckily, no. I mean, basically, I, all the all the stuff is with me, like my my <laughs> like my guitar <laughs> and things like that. But I, um, no, there's been times where like you know your luggage. You know, it's like on the next flight or something like that. That always makes me nervous. But now with the gear, I mean, not yet. Uh, but <laughs> all right, but I actually, actually, it, actually I, 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 I don't travel with. I used to travel with my rare guitars like that, but I don't do that as much anymore. But I, every guitar is rare <laughs> to me. But like you know, the even more rare ones. Like I, <laughs> I guess I could say. But awesome, bud. Well, mm-hmm. it's good talking to you, bud. Hi, too. I'll see you back. I'll see you back in New York. Hey, thanks so much, Colin, and thank you so much, Mike. And I think we're about to run out of time. Oh, and, uh, I had a, actually had, a, had an amazing time. This is a great show. I, I, this is really awesome. Everybody's so friendly and I'm it's so really good. good. It's a warm, friendly place to be. Um, oh, everybody's comfortable here. And I'm going to close out with your song, "The Fire Within." Deville, you better oh, be coming awesome. back. And Mike, you better yeah, actually, come back. 
parents. Oh, I'd because love to. Yeah, anytime. I mean, um, yeah, definitely. Frank, Frank's name, right? Frank, you should definitely um send me information. Like, we should. Uh-huh. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.